Now on 882 6PR, this is Sports World. It is uh, Brad Hardy, Kim Hagdorn and me, Carl Langdon with you this morning and we're joined mm. by Chris Scott who's our international rules coach. Welcome Chris, how are you mate? Thanks Carl, yeah, going well mate. Uh, how's training going mate? Uh, you've had a couple of sessions with the boys by now, have you? Yeah, we have. We are cramming, obviously, because it's um, such a short preparation, um, having only got together on Thursday. But, um, oh, look, they're pros. Um, you know, as we know, um, the guys in our squad, we've got a great group of players, and it seems to us that they've prepared themselves pretty well individually with the round ball, and they've yeah, come together pretty well. I think the most important thing as a coaching group when you've got players of this calibre is to make sure you don't make it too complicated, just let them do their stuff and entertain the crowd. Chris, Brad, mate, uh, good luck tomorrow, firstly, and uh, an inspired choice with Sean Burgoyne as skipper. How did that come about? Because you've got a few natural captains in the team. Yeah, it was an interesting um, process because, as you say, we we have four club captains um, in the squad who all would have done a a fantastic job, but we think it probably builds on the legacy that um, Alistair Clarkson and, and the team that was put together a few years ago um, developed, which was to, to really reward the, the elder statesman um, in the game. And um, you know, Sean is a fantastic leader um, in his own right, but it's also a reflection of, of the career he's had. I mean, I'm not trying to retire him early, but he's probably in his last year or two, and then this you know, may well be the last chance um, that he gets to play for his country. So we thought that... Um, you know, all things considered, um, yeah, he was the best choice. Hey, Chris, Kim Hagdorn here. What drove you to want? Hi, Kim. To, how are you? What What drove you to want to coach an Australian team in this in this Gaelic footy concept? Yeah, well, it goes back to um, it was probably two thousand thirteen, maybe early two thousand and fourteen. That Mark Evans and, and his team at the AFL were trying to work through. Um, whether they were really going to commit to to the series, and I don't think it was any secret that there were a lot of sceptics out there, and mm. you know there was a potential that it was just going to, to die a slow death. And, and they decided, well, if if we're going to make it work, um, we need to get the best coach, it was Alistair Clarkson at the time, um, and we need to get the buy-in of the best players. Um, and as part of that process, um, they um, invited Ross Lyon. Uh, and I to be involved in the series, and we were of the same view that unless it was going to be done properly, that we didn't have any interest um, being involved. And the AFL just did a spectacular job in 2014 of looking after the players and, and encouraging them to be involved. And that was continued again in Ireland in 2015. And, and I just, on a personal level, uh, I mean, I've, I've travelled virtually every year post-season um, as a coach, but I've never had uh, professional development like I did in those couple of week periods with Ross Lyon and, and Alistair Clarkson. And I've, I've gone from a sceptic um, to a, um, a fully-fledged supporter uh, of the concept. And that's why you know, we're going to do everything we can to, to put on a good show because mm. we do have a responsibility, to, I think in particular, to those guys that, that really rebuilt the series a couple of years ago. Chris, what's the team's philosophy and strategy stand? So is it going to be all-out attack and prepared to leak maybe at the other end to, to try and outscore them? I think so. Yeah, in, in principle, we'd, we'd prefer to, to risk getting scored against to try to score ourselves. Um, and historically in the game, um, you know, we tend to, to dominate um, time in forward half. We're just not as efficient at, at getting the round ball through the goals the way the Irish are. So um, if we don't get our fair share of, of entries into our forward third, 
we're just going to get beaten because we know the quality of their ball use is, is going to be better than ours. So um, we've got some some guys with some pretty good attacking instincts. And I think even defensively, I think if, if we do um, you know, play pretty high in defence, um, get our goalkeeper involved, um, we're going to get some pretty good attacking looks. But the downside, you're right, might be um, they do score a few easy ones. Historically, there's been a need to be a bit tempered with the physical approach uh, as, as you play the hybrid game from AFL, Aussie rules, to the international rules. What sort of licence will you give your guys tomorrow and the next Saturday night here in Perth, Chris, uh, with the physical side of the game and possibly tackling? Yeah, we'll play within the rules is the most important part. So tackling is well and truly um, a part of the game. And I think we've made a little bit of a mistake um, in the last couple of series, particularly the last one in Ireland, sort of getting lulled into a false sense of security around their... Um, their physicality, that they tackled really well, and they have got some big, strong, powerful guys mm-hmm. uh, in their squad. So, look, hopefully we'll we'll have a little bit of an advantage in terms of the physicality, given you know we tackle in our game and they don't in theirs, um, and, and we need to use that to our advantage. But they're no slouches either. So, I think that the most important thing for us in terms of the physicality is that the game is played in the right spirit. We we truly believe that the game stands up on its own as a spectacle and you don't we don't need to sort of go back to you know the days of you know throwing punches um to to try to um entertain as brennan goddard had a couple of sleepless nights and one to come (laughs) i suppose because if they get close up they are good under under the bar aren't they yeah absolutely their their skill um with the ball on the ground is is pretty special so um, we're doing everything we can not to give away any any penalties um, inside the box, um, but but Brendan's trained really well, um, and admittedly we haven't been peppering the goals um, with the same skill that, that the Irish will. But um, as much as anything, you know his offensive work from behind the ball has has impressed us. So hopefully that you know, adds a slightly different dimension to the way we go about it. You know, when you get interviewed by boys in, from Western Australia, Chris, there's a real West Australian slant to it all. Luke Shuey and Nat Fife, will they both be playing tomorrow and again next Saturday night? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we... It was 2014, we had um, Nat Fife in, in the squad and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we we actually had a training camp in, in New South Wales and um, we, we were ha- having trouble finding players that could mark the ball and Fife was really the only one that could consistently um, mark the long ball and unfortunately during some match practice. He hurt his shoulder and wasn't able to play. Um, so he's fully fit this time. He's in great shape, actually. I'm I'm glad. I, I see Geelong plays Fremantle late in the year, which I'm, <laughs> I'm pleased about, because I think um, they're going to be up about early judging by the, the physical condition of, of Fifey. But, so, so he'll definitely play and probably play forward half and, and look to use his aerial capabilities. And Luke Shirley um, will definitely play. He, he'll, he actually kicked the ball beautifully um, at training this morning, so he's going to be an asset too. Chris, you've got a great rotation list down there at the Cats. I mean, how's it going to work tomorrow and next next Saturday with, with so many gun players? Yeah, and the level of respect um, amongst the group is obviously really high, so um, I, I don't think... Some of those guys might tend to dominate, um, you, know, um, you know, the key positions and, and game time at their clubs, but I think they're very conscious that... Um, you know they do share the load a little bit, and when you've got Pendlebury coming off and Dangerfield going on, you're, mm. you're not losing too much. So yeah, they've got a lot of confidence in each other, but yeah, they'll be pretty self-directed.
Another thing, Chris, I uh, can preempt for you. I reckon every interview you do between now and about round 23 or 4 next season, there'll be a Gary Ablett question. What's it like approaching a season knowing you're going to have Gary Ablett playing in your team? Yeah, well, if that's the biggest problem that I have having to talk about Gary Ablett, I'll be <laughs> pleased. Um, I'm happy to talk about him for hours. Uh, it's it's just great for the for the footy club. I think it's great for the town too to have, to have him back. Um, and you know, his his motivation levels are really high. He's starting training um, you know, on the twentieth of November. He's keen to get into it. He's keen to um, you know, even though he's coming he's coming home, the, our list is so different. There's only a few players. Um, that he played with, so um, he's looking forward to you know, having an influence over those those younger guys. And um, you know, I think as I've said publicly before, he he doesn't have any interest in sort of sliding back and just playing a bit part role with us. He wants to come and lead the team and do everything he can to help us win. Yeah, he wants to be in the midfield. To be back, Dangerfield for the Coleman. <laughs> well, it makes a little bit more um, more sense to us to play Danger a little more forward. Um, given we've got Gary, but we've been working towards that for a few years anyway, guys like Mitch Duncan and Cam Guthrie and, and Guitars. But, yeah, I, I guess I can see the argument both ways. So would Ablett and Dangerfield all in the middle together um, might be a handful for the opposition as well. How much pull did you have in getting two games against Gold Coast, Gary's old team, rounds 11 and 23? Uh, none. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I used to think that we had some influence <laughs> over the draw, but I'm um, no, I'm I'm resigned to the fact that, that at club level we have very little influence. It's interesting, isn't it? Uh, Hawthorne are playing Brisbane a couple of times too, with yeah. Hodgie going up there. Hey, uh, Chris, and, good and, luck, mate. Adelaide are playing Melbourne a couple of times, and we could go on. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, mate. Really appreciate it. Yeah, All the best for tomorrow. By accident, does it? No, no. appreciate it too. Thank you, guys. Good on you, Chris. Chris Scott, uh, international rules coach. Make sure you tune in tomorrow from the Adelaide Oval, and then, of course, it's coming here to Domain Stadium. You can get tickets. I think they start about uh, $70 uh, for adult, or $20 they start at, but up to $70. Well, if they're easier to get than your seats at the stadium. Uh, well, you can probably pick your seat at the, uh, at the international rules, I'd say.